Welcome to this podcast of the Grazi Dio Business Review. This is Audra Quinn, Managing Editor of the GBR, and I'm here today with Daryl J. Stanley, DBA, and Donald M. Atwater, PhD. Thanks for joining us today, gentlemen. It's our pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. Well, Dr. Stanley and Dr. Atwater are the co-authors of a consequence analysis that needs to be shared, the downside of the Federal Reserve's proposed actions with exchange rates. In this article, they apply macroeconomic theory to a range of potential economic conditions that could impact the effectiveness of the Federal Reserve's actions to reduce currency values and increase GDP growth. This article can be found in Volume 14, Issue 1 of the Grazi Dio Business Review at gbr.pepperdine.edu. So first off, tell me a little bit about how you two decided to team up to tackle this issue. Um, we both teach in an uh, environment out in Encino that allows us to collaborate and talk about issues before class, after class. And over the last couple of uh, terms, we've been both concerned about the federal government's actions in terms of the central bank and how it affects business and practitioners' decisions. And clearly, from a, an economist standpoint, um, I can contribute, I think, to the discussion of those types of issues because there are a lot of things that we can put on the table that determine how changes could occur in economies, including monetary policy and other things that would have an effect on things that increase business risk and the potential that business practitioners have to make good decisions and have alternatives on the table. So with that in mind, uh, from an economic standpoint, we also recognize that there are uh, a lot of ways that this could be dealt with from a financial perspective and that the solutions to many of these things come from the finance side. So the economists and the finance work together in order to paint a better picture for practitioners. Mm -hmm. And one of the key things I think we were focusing that combined together was taking a look and seeing the, what the actions of the Federal Reserve and how it impacted upon businesses coming together and really creating new jobs by coming up with new investment in plant and equipment. And that was one of the, our overriding forces, was to, to, to take a look and see how that was going to be impacted in this recovery. Interesting. So basically, where we're at right now is despite near zero interest rates and unprecedented asset purchases, the Federal Reserve has failed to return the U.S. economy to robust growth or make an appreciable dent in unemployment. So, Dr. Atwater, could you kind of walk us through the Fed's plan moving forward, where we're at currently? Sure. Uh, the Federal uh, Reserve has essentially decided that the exchange rates, the value of the U.S. dollar, um, is artificially too high relative to other currencies, uh, such as the Chinese currency, the yuan, or the renminbi. And uh, in order to basically uh, bring that in better balance and to implement a process that would uh, provide for a more stable currency exchange, they have um, said that they would propose to decrease the value of the U.S. dollar. In doing so, that would make our exports less expensive uh, downstream. Um, there's a number of steps in that process, of course, that would have to be assumed or taken into account. And those increased exports would then lead to greater numbers of jobs, which would reduce unemployment and provide for stimulus to the recovery that we're all supposed to be anticipating sometime between now and any time five years from now, based upon who you talk to. So, in the article, you warned that this could have potentially disastrous consequences. Dr. Stanley, could you kind of explain your basis for that? Well, let's focus in on some of the issues that really address that issue. Um, number one, the Fed doesn't necessarily know where inflation is going to end up. 
And that has always been a worry. That was something they'd stated clearly at the beginning, although it was kind of muted that we did not have inflation on the forefront. And just of the recent date, I mean, there's been a serious change where the chairman of the Federal Reserve has raised the issue that inflation is getting out of hand already. We see that in our basket of commodities we have to buy in the grocery store, at the gasoline station, et cetera. So needless to say, inflation is the first variable of deep concern that they may have miscalculated the depth of the inflation that is perhaps coming. The other is that the Fed has taken on the unprecedented step of trying to reduce unemployment. And perhaps we're asking them to do too much, and this unemployment will not be reduced by the procedures they have put into play. And perhaps one of that really focuses in on the fact that um, the stimulation of investment, which they really hoped would occur by businesses, has not occurred. And perhaps that even highlights the problem. It needs to be a coordinated effort, as we pointed out in our article, that Congress has to take a fiscal policy responsibility and perhaps even provide investment tax credit that would do that stimulation that would help the Fed in this activity of, of investment expansion. And perhaps uh, th there could be a too quick or too fast of a decline in the dollar that has would have dysfunctional impacts to the economy uh, beyond just inflationary impact. And this is uh, perhaps these are the four issues that we have to be extremely concerned about. Mm -hmm. So in the article, we kind of um, see that you've done an if-then uh, consequence analysis. So what are some of the potential economic conditions that you identify that could come into play further compounding this potential for negative effects? I'll address a couple of those that are on the list. And there are in the article eight or so if conditions with potential consequences that can be looked at. We're going to take a quick look at two of them. I think the general uh, theme of this whole if-then analysis is that almost everything that we do from a monetary policy side in the U.S. is part of and reacted to by another party on the other side of the discussion on another side of the actions that will ultimately lead to the outcomes. So for example, if we look at an if condition about unemployment, it's not only unemployment in the US that's a concern, but it's unemployment in other parts of the, of the, uh, of the globe, and in particular those people who might be buying our exports. If they are unemployed and they are not able to consume, um, our exports being available and even being lower priced may not lead to greater purchases by them. Uh, another case in point might be if um, we're looking downstream at the uh, consequences of the European Union and the actions that are going on there. If we've seen in the last couple of months uh, an indication that even if our um, exchange rate is falling, if someone else's exchange rate is falling faster because their debt is a bigger concern to investors, um, we have the Portugal uh, Ireland, Italy, Greece, Spain situation, um, referred to as pigs, as uh, the countries involved in what could be a very bad exchange rate going down fast for the European Union. So again, two sides to the issue, not just what we do by ourselves, but we've got to recognize what's going on on the other side of a lot of the activities in the global environment today. All right, so bottom line, what does this all mean for the business owner? What are your recommendations? moving forward and navigating this very uncertain environment? Well, one of the first things I think uh, business owners should consider is there. one should kind of ignore Mr. Market, as Warren Buffett has said more than once. And so perhaps they should take a very close look on those things they know they will have to do. 
taking a very close look on those things that they know, regardless of what happens to the economy, is a relatively safe haven for their business enterprise. Given these low interest rates, it's really timely to go out and borrow money to do those, shall we say, limited things that they are very highly confident will enhance their business value. So that's the first thing. Uh, Don't sit on the sidelines, perhaps take a more proactive approach to keeping the business going and kind of ignore, as I said, Mr. Market. Number two, perhaps on a personal basis, or certainly if they're a corporation that has to buy commodities, then making sure you tie up these commodities at today's prices rather than waiting around in the uncertainty of the future. Um, This is a good example of Southwest Airlines, as we pointed out in our paper, who went ahead with long-term fuel contracts at their appropriate time in the past and was therefore able to be profitable while all other airlines were unprofitable. So think smart about commodities. Uh, On a personal basis, perhaps one should start investing in those countries that do have natural resources that will end up with a currency relatively strong against the U.S., no matter of the uncertainties with the dollar. Obviously, one comes to mind is Canada because of the natural resources they have. And then lastly, I perhaps would point out that you should take a look at just plain buying natural resources everywhere. And natural resources in this particular case is far beyond just what you typically think of and you'll find that agricultural commodities are natural resources, if you will, in that context, and they are favorably disposed as well. And Dr. Abbotter, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Uh, I think just a general uh, comment would be that from a practitioner standpoint, uh, we live in a very uncertain world today, um, and that we really need the leadership role from the Federal Reserve and others um, that are having an effect on the economy, hopefully, to, um, you know, to be strongly transparent and to help business basically plan for alternatives in the future. Taking the Fed for its position and saying that that is going to happen is, is very risky today. And it's very important that practitioners consider those risks and potentials and that the federal bank, basically the central bank, not only in the U.S., but around the world, identify the potential that things could go one way or the other in a way that business can then use that to develop better plans. Well, thank you guys both so much for this excellent overview of your article. I really appreciate you joining us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. And be sure to check out the full-length article, A Consequence Analysis That Needs to Be Shared, The Downside of the Federal Reserve's Proposed Actions with Exchange Rates at gbr.pepperdine.edu. Thanks for tuning into this podcast of the Grazio Dio Business Review.